Thanks for listening to the Thanks for Visiting podcast, where our mission is to help hosts share their space and live their dream. This episode is sponsored by our free ebook, Seven Steps to Your First Guest. Our easy-to-follow seven-step guide will give you the confidence you need to do that thing you've always wanted to do. Open up your own short-term rental. Get started today by sharing your space and living your dream by visiting our website, thanksforvisiting.me. And that's for F-O-R. And signing up for your free download of our ebook, Seven Steps to Your First Guest. Again, this is free. So hurry up and get your copy. Now back to the episode. You're listening to the Thanks for Visiting podcast. We believe hosting with heart is at the core of every successful short-term rental. With Annette's background in business operation and Sarah's extensive hospitality management and interior design experience, this dynamic duo has welcomed more than 2,000 guests from 25 countries, earning them over half a million dollars and garnering them over 650 five-star reviews. Now they're ready to share creative ways for your listing to stand out, to serve your guests and be profitable. Each episode will have knowledgeable guests who bring value to the short-term rental industry, or Annette and Sarah will share stories about their own experiences so you can implement actionable improvements to your own rentals. Whether you're experienced, new, or nervous to start your own short-term rental, we promise you'll feel right at home. Here are your hosts, Annette and Sarah. Welcome to another episode of Thanks for Visiting. I am one of your hosts, Annette Grant, and I am here with the lovely Sarah Karakayan. Hello. And we are Thanks for Visiting. Today, it's just a solo episode with Sarah and I, and we want to talk about something that we haven't paid a lot of attention to, (laughs) we need to, is really planning out holidays and not only holidays for yourself, but major holidays that your guests will be partaking in and traveling for in your short-term rental. In your short-term rental. Yeah. So a couple of things we want to talk about specifically are making sure you get some relaxing and family time during the holiday. If there's some uh, peak pricing to pay attention to, some holiday design potentially, and then also making sure that during those holidays, there might be some heightened awareness of what a guest needs might be during the holidays. Um, More stress, more travel, more family, more friends. So without further ado, let's get started on it, Sarah. Uh, We just last year is when I actually started to pay attention to holidays, to be honest. And it made a world of difference because I started to focus and plan ahead Hmm. for two reasons. Maximize the amount of money that could be made, and then also just get a little bit of rest for myself and my co-host. So how do you deal with checking out your calendar and planning ahead for holidays? Yeah, I think I think honestly, you have the best tip because I think it was, you brought it to my attention and I was like, wait, that's really smart. But I think to preface what you're going to say is you need to be in your calendar often. Even if you have a pricing third party helping you with your pricing or even if you have a like a, a smart platform that you know answers questions for you, for your guests or responds to your guests automatically you need to be involved in your listing you need to be involved in your calendar so i'm in my calendar every day 
maybe two, three times a week should be in there. Because before you know it, all of a sudden, Thanksgiving weekend is going to be popping up your calendar if you're allowing guests to book three months in advance. And I, and if you're not in your calendar being aware, it's going to open up automatically and then someone's going to book at odd times and then maybe you won't be as excited mm-hmm. for the holiday. So share with our listeners what you do to make sure you can still enjoy the holiday and you're maximizing the earning potential. I started to do it last Thanksgiving, actually. And I looked at very far ahead on the calendar and I was like, started to think about just that holiday in general. Is obviously there's Thanksgiving Day, but normally people travel the day ahead of time. Then there's Friday, which is like Black Friday, and then Saturday and Sunday. So what I did is I extended a the stay, which normally I have two night minimum on the weekend, but I extended it to be a three night minimum hopefully a four night. So I would was asking my guests to actually check in. Um, it started on a Wednesday mm-hmm. and went through to Saturday. So I know that they could travel, they could get checked in, settled the day before Thanksgiving, be there all day Thanksgiving. I wouldn't have to worry about a check-in, a check-out, and then also stay all day Friday and then on Saturday also. That way, we re- I really extended that whole holiday. Then I did that during... Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, all the way through even Memorial Day. Uh, we're, we're upcoming on July 4th right now, Labor Day. Really thinking about all those major holidays where most of the time if people are traveling, you can extend your minimum nights for not only for them, but for you. And it has made such a world of difference, especially for myself and my co-host, making sure that we had some downtime and we weren't doing check-ins and check-outs in the middle of important times with uh, friends and family. And honestly, I know that it behooved us to do that because our uh, earning potential Mm -hmm. really went up during that time. Instead of having one person maybe come and stay the day before Thanksgiving or Christmas Day, uh, it really, when I blocked those times, I got guests that stayed for an extended period of time. And so another tip I would give is you could also start, hey, make it a five or six, a five night stay. And again, this de- depends on where you are. You know, you might have a five night stay year round. Really, if you can plan it three months out, you know, maybe make the price higher and the minimum nights higher. And then as that day approaches, if it hasn't booked, um, you can get that. Uh, you might have to adjust it. But I have found that planners are amazing guests because they plan really far in advance. (laughs) Um, They normally have a larger budget because it's an important trip for them. They're coming to visit friends or family. They've they've had it in their schedule for a long time. So I've noticed that they have a longer trip planned and then they have a higher budget. And that's really worked out well in planning ahead. I want to point out to our listeners here, You're maybe you're asking, how do I do that within mm-hmm. the Airbnb app? No, I'm not sure how to do it in HomeAway or VRBO. We do, I hope, make it clear that those aren't our platforms of choice. However, um, so in Airbnb, you can set rules in the calendar. You can say, you know, March. So we have this thing called the Arnold Classic. And as a newbie Columbus person... <laughs> was like, what is this? And then it was like, listen, I think that's like the first thing you said to me when I met you. Yeah. You're like, exactly. So no one else really knows what this holiday is unless you're like in the fitness industry world mm-hmm. or if you live in Columbus, even if you're not in the fitness industry world, if you're in Columbus, 
you know about this weekend. So I went into my Airbnb app and I made a rule. Okay, so what is it? Like May or March? March, right. March mm-hmm. like 5th through the 8th, 2020. I already have a rule. It's three nights. It's this minimum price. And that way I don't have to remember, even though my calendar is even open there, once I get to that date, it will, that rule will take effect. And if you use like a pricing, a third-party pricing platform, you can do the same thing. Yeah. So uh, that's another good point that Sarah made is sit down with your calendar in general, Um, not just holidays, but also events that you know are coming to town. I'm just going to use some large ones. If it's the Super Bowl or maybe you live in a town where it's... um, Uh, there's a college and there's orientation or there's homecoming, anything like that, extend those minimum stays. And also look at your personal calendar. You know, if it's my birthday or I know it's a family event that we have, you know, maybe either A, block off the day completely so you're not having to worry about a check-in and check-out. And that's for those full-time hosts out there. But Really take a look at your calendar for, for holidays for yourself and, mm-hmm. and, and special events. You know, if you know that there's something big coming up, just block it or make it a, you know, maybe not block it completely, but to still maximize uh, your earning potential. Maybe if make it a two or three night minimum and they have to check in on Thursday that weekend because you know you're going to the lake and you're going to be out of town, but you want to get them in right. and taken care of the day before you leave. So remember, there's so much flexibility right. in the calendaring. I'm I'm gonna be honest too. I have called customer service every single time when a holiday or an event comes up like that, and I need help because I like forgot how to do it multiple times. So don't forget that you can call into customer service and they will walk you through whatever that rule is that you want to make. I don't know. Heck, you can make a rule. You know, Maybe you never want to worry about a check-in on a Monday. You could mm-hmm. ban check-ins on Mondays. Mm-hmm. So always know that the rules are in there uh, for, for you and for your guests. So don't think that the that you can't create those rules. But again, look at your calendar, sit down, really think it out, look at national holidays, think about your city, think about your personal life, and it will really make a world of difference uh, for not only your peak pricing, but then also just your overall enjoyment of, of hosting. Let's talk about how you can take advantage of freshening up your listing for holidays. So if if you're itching to just do something fun in your space, if you're not a set it and forget it person like we are, take that advantage of, you know, shopping the sales at Home Goods or IKEA and maybe doing like a snow situation in your holiday, in your in your um, short-term rental for, you know, all the holidays that go on in December. Mm-hmm. Or Thanksgiving, you know, maybe if you know you're having guests staying for Thanksgiving, what is something you can do? Maybe you can provide a bottle of wine and like a Thanksgiving card. Like just mm-hmm. ways to personalize that experience because it, the reason they're staying with the short-term rental is for that that experience of staying in a home versus a hotel. So that's just a great way to you can you can I think you can decorate a Christmas tree mm-hmm. or put up a menorah, right? Or do both, or you know, do those things that you would do for yourself. Even if that person may not be celebrating that holiday, I think they I think everyone can kind of appreciate uh, a personalized yeah, attention experience. to detail and awareness. I will tell you specifically about Thanksgiving. I do not cook. I am very open about that. I don't either. (laughs) But for instance, I knew all of my guests because they were coming in on Wednesday, staying all through the holiday. I I have very... My 
Kitchens are equipped, but not anywhere near like cooking a Thanksgiving dinner. And I did go, I, I went to Walmart and got those like inexpensive, huge turkey like pans. Pans. Just a little thing that like I hate. I know it's a holiday. You told me you were cooking. And those were times um, that I did actually beef up what I had in my kitchen yeah. of like, oh man, you know, this is a good time. Like I could buy a, a new cutting board, get this for the, like, I, even if they don't use the turkey meal, like let them know, hey, I know this is the what's coming up. So those are the times, um, ask them specifically around those holidays if you know if there's anything that you could maybe that's a, a good time to add something to to your space. Well, that's another thing we want to talk about too is anticipating their needs for a mm-hmm. holiday. That way you're not... Hopefully this podcast is helping you be prepared for your guests so you're not getting bothered by little questions via the app all the time. But especially around holidays, if you're having a guest stay in your space, you want to let them know. I think give them a phone call instead mm-hmm. of messaging them the app and say... Hey, Susie, I know you're staying in my space over the New Year's holiday. I want to make sure you have a great experience, but I'm also celebrating with my family and friends. Is there anything I can do to just anticipate your needs? Do you, you know, I have a champagne opener. I have some, you know, whatever that could be. Just ask the guests. I think they're really going to appreciate it. And that's a great way of letting them know, like, I'll be around if you need me for emergencies, but it would be great if we could both celebrate that holiday. And I, um, you bring up a good point there about being very honest with them that you're celebrating too. In your welcome message, let them know, hey, I might be slower to respond. I'm going to be spending time with my family. Um, You know, if if it's an emergency, please call versus text. Right, right. There are things like that. I always... You know, even if I'm just corresponding with a guest, I let them know, hey, I'm going to be like, there's times I'm traveling. I say, hey, I'm traveling right now. I'm going to be slower to respond. So if you know that stuff's going to happen, just be honest with them and let them know. And a lot of times, I mean, every time, yeah, yeah, they they always understand that you're um, enjoying that time with your friends and family too. But let them know that, especially if you know you are going to be slower to respond, or maybe you're even going to be out of town. Let them know that. And, and you know, sometimes I've let my guests know, hey, I am out of town, but my co-host is in right. town. I was going to say like... I just am honest with them no. up front. Yeah. Right. But always have that backup person, that those boots in the ground in your town. Mm-hmm. If a guest does need something and they have to reach out, you don't want to let them feel like they can't. Mm-hmm. It's just you want to let them know that if they can solve it themselves or something you can do to anticipate those needs to, to let you know what that is. But to have a co-host or boots on the ground while you're gone, a friend... And actually, this is a little plug, but we're actually working on a course right now called the Hosting Handbook. And it's that way. It's like, if you go out of town or you're sick, you have this little book of uh, the way you do things. You can pass on to someone else so that they know how you run your quote-unquote business, even if it's just a room in your home. So I am going to give... I actually have a holiday horror story, which oh. is New Year's Eve. What happened? Uh, this. I'm actually having a flashback right now. Um, It was my first year hosting and it was New Year's Eve. And I had um, two sisters who hadn't seen each other in forever. One was traveling from overseas. I cannot remember where she was coming from. And I can't remember where the other sister was coming from, but they actually had gotten in on New Year's Eve and my neighbors were having a party. My neighbors are allowed to have a party. It's New Year's Eve, but it got like really rowdy. They had been traveling all day. 
They reached out to me, not going to lie. I was actually, I wasn't getting rowdy, but I was having uh, <laughs> a good time beverages with my friends. I actually, <laughs> and that was very early into hosting and yeah. I went really above and beyond. Luckily, I was getting ready. I had a second place that was available. It was just, it had just started to be listed. Uh-huh. So I, luckily I moved them to another spot that wasn't booked, but that was something moving forward on mm-hmm. New Year's Eve. So to New Year's Eve, that one was a nightmare. I had to move them. I had to leave my party like early. I had an Uber there. Um, again, I didn't have to do that, but they were international. It was just like, I really felt like I needed to do that. And I, I, you know, in the beginning, I was like, well, see if it calms down, see if you can sleep. They were like, we can't even sleep. It's so noisy. So I did... I did move them, but I have another holiday too. <laughs> like, um, bless my parents. It was my an, another. Maybe it was. Maybe that was my first year hosting. I can't remember, but also didn't plan ahead. Had people checking in New Year's Eve. I was actually traveling. I was on an island, legit, like hanging out, and I had to have my mom and dad. This is before keyless entry. Like, meet my guests to check them in on New Year's Eve or like Christmas Eve or something. Just really big faux pas in the beginning of like, again, I probably wouldn't have had those girls. I would have blocked New Year's Eve. I would have had them. I now have them come in like the day before. Because again, uh, that's another thing. Let's talk about New Year's Eve. I don't allow, like if it's New Year's Eve, I always make it like the day before and New Year's Eve, just so I know people aren't coming specifically just to party Oh, right. They have, to, they have to commit yeah, to more I than have, one night. I have a two-night minimum on those. Holidays, on yeah. the, even if like New Year's Eve is a Tuesday, I make it the day before and that day because I don't want to deal with people just coming in, partying, and yeah. leaving. That's just not... It's not. That's where the money isn't worth it at that point in time. I'd rather have a two-night or no one mm-hmm. at all and just block, block the days. Well, for those of you, if there's anyone out there who's hosting several spaces, maybe you're getting to co-hosting and you're doing a lot of it, you know, start thinking about this now that... Maybe you need to have someone in place ahead of time so that, and you guys share holidays, just like at any other job. Like I used to work in hotels. And so we would rotate within the staff, like who was on duty right, for on Christmas, mm-hmm. on New Year's, on. And so start thinking about that before the holidays hit so that you feel you don't feel like you have to be meeting anyone with keys or bringing extra sheets or breaking up a party. Like you share the responsibility with with the team. So those are the, and those are things to either if you're co-hosting to talk with with the person that you're hosting with and ask them, you know, do you mind if these holidays we just block them? Or two, if it's your space personally, I was Sarah and I were talking with another host earlier this week. I'm like, hey, why don't you just set up a monthly goal? of what you want your revenue to be. And if if you hit that, block the rest of the days. You know, don't feel like you're having to like charge forward and leave every single day open. You know, set set some goals, set some days that maybe you always block just to give yourself a little bit of relief there and just really think about, you know, I've made some errors in hosting of just going full bore all the time and not really thinking about any of those breaks or giving my co host a break or just holidays in general. So you've been forewarned. Look at the calendar. And I'm not going to lie, I've made some really big mess ups by not charging appropriately on holidays Mm -hmm. that we do have a ton of people coming into town for that I could have charged a lot more for and I didn't. So you heard it here. Check your calendar. (laughs) Check your calendar. (laughs) Those holidays are the same uh, every year. Okay. So we hit all of the points that we wanted to share. Yes, we did. But again, 
um, if you have questions, the best thing about your calendar is is dig in there and call Airbnb. Yeah. They are so helpful if it's understanding your calendar. And you can set up rules for like one weekend a year. Mm-hmm. And the future. Like yeah. it doesn't have to be in a time when your calendar is open. So mm-hmm. yeah, your calendar is going to be either your worst enemy or your <laughs> best friend. So you really got to just be on top of it. Like we say it all the time. I don't care if you're just doing a room in your home. It's a business now and it's not the most passive real estate endeavor. Mm-hmm. So you just got to be on top of it. And you cannot cancel. Cannot. Oh yeah. That's like <laughs> an episode in itself. Yeah. We just repeat right. that over and over again. You so cannot we'll just cancel. say that again. Like even though you messed up your calendar, uh, we had someone that comes to our meetup. He forgot it was Thanksgiving and all of his friends, all of his family would be in town and they needed all the rooms and he had to cancel them and then he couldn't get Superhost for an entire year. But it's like, and you canceled on someone's Thanksgiving plans. Mm-hmm. Like, what if that was you? Exactly. Like, that, that's, you don't want to put some of those, you know, do unto others. Yes. So think about that. All, all right. right. Well, hopefully this helps you in your hosting journey. Yeah. So uh, we will we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Thanks for Visiting podcast. Head on over to the show notes for this episode at thanksforvisiting.me. If you're looking to take your listing to the next level and show your guests how much you care, be sure to check out our line of thoughtful hosting products. From hosting checklists to custom mugs to toilet paper stickers, we've got you covered. And if you love our show, remember, sharing is caring. Please hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. Awesome reviews help us bring you awesome content. Thanks for tuning in and we look forward to hanging out with you next week. Thanks for visiting. Ever wonder what it would be like to have personalized guidance from Annette and me? Imagine achieving the same incredible results we helped Amy achieve, increasing her overall revenue by a staggering 187% by diving into her biz numbers. Or perhaps you'd love to boost your hosting business like Miranda, who added a fantastic $10,000 by refining her pet policy. Well, here's a scoop. There's only one way to get that one-on-one support from Annette, myself, our expert coaches, and our industry pros is by attending our on-demand workshop. Trust us, it's worth it. During the workshop, we'll make an offer to all of our attendees to join our membership. Once you're a part of our exclusive membership, you'll gain access to our elite community of hosts in our private Facebook group, This is where the magic truly happens. Members are engaging in discussions about their business numbers, occupancy rates, how to handle guest challenges, and providing unwavering support to one another. Plus, we will have live coaching calls to help you dive deeper into portfolio growth, team building, marketing, and so much more. Don't wait any longer. Head on over to www.hostmasterclass.com right now to secure your spot and embark on this exciting journey with us. That's www.hostmasterclass.com. Trust us, you won't regret it.